0: Welcome back, everybody, to Tubby Talk. I am Terry from Terry Leggy Films, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts. Chris. Steve. And they are from the Tubby Robot Ice Cream Factory, where they sell you ice cream. And they also talk about video games, as you can see from these beautiful murals behind us. Uh, you've been watching the show for a while. Sorry that I haven't been keeping up with the edits, but we're working on it <laughs> to get more content for you. Um, today, we decided to ask Steve... What he wanted to talk about, and he came up with a great idea, being sixteen-bit fighters. I did. You did. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you tell us a little bit about why this topic was important to you?
1: No, so the topic was important to me because I was put on the spot, and Terry's like, "What topic do you want to talk?" About? No, no, no. It was important to me because I spent a lot of time in my life playing fighting games. I would probably say a third of my video gaming over a lifetime has that's, been that's a fighting lot. gaming. Yeah, that's a lot. It was lot. a lot. Like I didn't have cons- uh, up-to-date consoles in like high school, mm-hmm. so I spent a lot of time at the arcade, and I mostly spent time at the arcade playing the Marvels versus games. I would play Tekken, uh, Tekken 2 mostly. I would play Soul Calibur, and Soul Edge, which I loved. Uh, none of those are 16-bit though. Not really. They might have been ported to 16-bit, but um, the fighting games were like something I loved. I was never very great, at, very good at them,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I enjoyed them, and so. A topic that we hadn't really broached in depth yet was 16-bit fighting games, um, I had a few in mind when I came up with the topic, and then I did a little bit of research, found a couple more that I barely remembered, but then it brought back memories of playing the arcade version, and some playing the 16-bit version which had just slipped out of my memory. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so it was, it's something that felt like it's something I could speak about at not length, but with interest, and I'd be more accurate than I have been with some of my uh, remembrances about
0: video games. And where do you fall on the uh, 16-bit fighter
2: Uh, spectrum? I I really love 16-bit fighters. I mean, I probably, like with most things, I like them better than 3D fighters, like 32-bit things. Like, I like those too, like those are fine, but um, you know, Street Fighter, I think it was special for everyone back then. Anyone in an arcade, I mean, Street Fighter was the arcade in the 90s. Yeah. It was, like it brought you in, and then other stuff knocked it off mm. and brought it in new directions. But the reason you were in an arcade, the reason a lot of people bought a Super Nintendo was Street Fighter. True. The yeah, Championship uh, Edition. The first, remember. yeah, the, the, the first Street Fighter game I ever played was at my cousin John's house. He had a birthday party, and he had just gotten a Super Nintendo, and the only game he got was a copy of Street Fighter Two, uh, and plugged that in, and he had a bunch of friends over, it was a big sleepover with like, you know, Twelve stinky kids, and we just piled in and just played Street Fighter all night. And, um, and the whole time I was like, "But what about Mario World? Where's Mario?" <laughs> World? Uh, but Street Fighter was very exciting. So. You know, you know, it
0: was interesting about Street Fighter though. It wasn't just in the arcade. That game was in the pizza shop. That game was in, it was in the a convenience store.
1: Store, yeah, or the bodega, or the gas
0: station. Yeah. And there was that warm up, <laughs> and there's the punch, and then it starts, yeah, those rolls two, up those two And
2: at that point, uh, the, the beginning of Street Fighter 2 uh, has these two characters who are not in the game.
1: Right. Yeah, at, at all. all. They, they finally named them, uh, like <laughs> last year, and it's like some supplemental stuff um, for Street, Street Fighter Five. Capcom has like a website where they have like data files with all sorts of like Metal, uh, final fight and um, Street Fighter, like background characters, because mm-hmm. they're all within the same universe. So they're, I forget their names, and it was like Chuck and Dan. (laughs) Very generic. Very generic names, but they were just like guys that would just happen to be around in Street Fog. And And, then they have complicated backstories that weave throughout some of the games. They don't show up in any of them. They were
2: totally made up after the fact.
1: Yeah, they were retconned into (laughs) the series.
2: Because in the beginning, like that's like, it's it's almost shown like a uh, a new serial, where it's like, this is the first time two men thought to fight in the street. (laughs) And now that they fought in the street and innovated, now we have this new breed. That goes across the world for some <laughs> reason. Yeah, it never made a lot of sense to me uh, when I thought about the logistics of it because I was like, oh, well, people beat up each other until one's knocked out and then they fight. It can't be the same day. Your energy's not coming back. You have to heal up all your cuts and wounds. So like, how long are these matches taking? As
0: long as an airplane flight. Before they show you between the matches it flies to the next location. Yeah. Uh, Fantastic. I mean, Street a, street is a good one. This one will be interesting for me because I'm not 100% sure if I like 32-bit fighters more, and you guys will have to correct me when we start talking about that. Is that kind of like the PlayStation era? That's where I'm going. That's where I'm leaning, because I had some special memories with that. But let's talk about the first one. Well, we just did. We talked about Street Fighter, but the other one that is 16-bit but doesn't look 16-bit is Mortal Kombat, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. That does not look like a (laughs) 16-bit game. Like They did actual camera footage of like people fighting and they put it in the game. I don't know, what is that defined as? So, so, so it was digitized sprites, mm-hmm.
1: and then they shrunk the sprites down for the home versions, but they were still detailed enough that they held on to like some of their fidelity. Much more than some games which reported to the 16-bit systems, which I'll talk about a little bit later.
0: Okay,
2: yeah. So ba- basically they took photos of people in costume and had them pose, yeah. and those were the sprites. Uh, every frame of animation. And the, I believe they still have like, uh, photos from the shoots where they had, yeah. they had yeah, those yeah, actors, yeah. Uh, which is pretty cool to go back and see.
1: One of the things about Mortal Kombat on 16-bit, was they were all digitized, sprites, they were shrunk down. There were also, I think every iteration of Mortal Kombat up to three Ultimate mm-hmm.
0: is on Sega Genesis. Well, Trilogy, is tri- no, I guess Trilogy would, Trilogy 64-bit, right? Cause that was on N64. Well, yeah, but the it Trilogy was, was like a different, I think Trilogy
1: and Ultimate are like two versions, two sides of the same coin as far as games go.
2: I would consider them all mm. 16-bit, like, they're, they're all of that ilk. It's all the same okay. yeah, yeah, engine. Yeah. Uh, I remember, uh, actually, Mortal Kombat, Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 is the first Mortal Kombat game, I think the oh. only one I ever owned, and I got it because some kid at school wanted me to write a paper for him, and he's like, if you write this paper for me, I'll give you Mortal Kombat <laughs> Ultimate. And back then, I didn't even care what the game was. It was just like, <laughs> like a cartridge. Just a fun thing, a yeah, new game. I was, like, like, oh, a new cartridge? Oh, my God, yes, I will write that paper for you. And I wrote it, and I got the game, and I still have it to this day. And, uh, nice. Yeah, I I like uh, characters who ended up being once they found out later. They're terrible, apparently. I like Stryker. Apparently, Stryker for some reason. I like playing because he had electricity baton
0: and he had a fun running move that nobody else. The dash through.
1: (gasps) He has to dash through and throw them. Like that was really fun. The noisy mate was
0: atrocious though. Yeah, yeah. Especially on the sixteen, but he's just like. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) Though to be fair, he did make it to the animated series on USA, as well as Cabal.
2: I, I never saw that one. You did you see I, it? Yeah, no.
1: I, I didn't I have cable with this episodes, one. But. Yeah, I never saw the animations. I saw the live-action Mortal Kombat series. Oh, uh, which I, I heard they, was good. Yeah, right? they used to come on uh, Channel 57 oh, at night, yeah. which is now uh, the CW. But um, it was starring uh, Christiana Loken, who was t- the T-Terminator in Terminator 3. Yeah,
2: she got more famous later. Yeah.
1: But she was just like... <laughs> a Random woman that lived in a small town uh-huh. where Mortal Kombat happened. It. <laughs> it was supposed to be medieval, I believe. It was very timey. But anyway. And then the guy to play Scorpion was in a lot of Kung Fu movies in the 80s and 90s. And he's not like name famous. You were not know him by name, but you're known by seeing him in movies. Uh-huh. Like, I, don't, I, I recognize him just mentally from like lots of things. But he also played Sub Zero in that one. So, Scorpion, he just had like the face mask and he removed it for Sub Zero.
0: <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> yeah, same guy. You know, Mortal Kombat's one of the first game. Well, Mortal Kombat did a lot. One, it brought us blood for the first time. It it got brutal.
2: Started the, the violence in video game debate in earnest. And mm. and the ESRB
0: ratings were
2: yeah, the lot partially because of it created almost entirely because almost of got, it. Okay. Yeah.
0: But I also remember that, like character stories probably came from that game more so than Street Fighter. Street Fighter, of course, adapted it later when you get into like Ryu and Akuma and how all that works. But like the interstitials, like when you're fighting a certain yeah. character and they have like a little dialogue. Yeah. yeah, and there's like a backstory. Um, hidden characters, like the whole reptile thing blew your mind. A smoke <laughs> in the woods.
2: Secrets were incredible back then because there was no internet. You didn't look up this stuff. It was all word of mouth. Mm-hmm. And there were so many secrets loaded in that game that it kept the lore going. So um, yeah, th- there were a lot of characters who were rumors that they then made into real characters in later iterations to make the rumors true. Like who? <laughs> uh, like Noob Cybot. Noob Saibot, uh, was, he was originally a rumor and then they were like, well, let's put them in. Let's just make
0: them, yeah. And, I, and it's Tobias Boone backwards, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then um, I know it kept me playing
1: Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 in the arcade. Every time I heard about a new secret, I was like, okay, now I gotta go and t- test this out. Yeah. And half the time it wouldn't work. And people are like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I learned this new thing. And then when it didn't work, I'm like, I don't want to show it to you. i I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> keeping no, a you're secret. You're not ready for, you're not ready you're
0: for the you're secret. Not ready to find out
2: about Ermac. Yeah, Ermac <laughs> was another one who was, I, I think, started as a rumor. I believe Ermac yeah. started as an error. Yeah, Ermac oh, Ur-
1: was one of the Andrew, one of the cyborgs that his sprite didn't load. So it was just like the black shadow.
0: Okay. And, and I think, think just it was like error macro shadow. or something yeah. was was what it stood for. <laughs> it's just awesome. Rain, the purple one. I mean, pretty much all the ninjas that weren't <laughs> yeah. the original
2: two were a glitch. And even those two were clones, uh, graphically speaking, yeah. of each other.
0: Speaking of glitches, when you were in sixteen-bit days, did you have like certain characters, certain moves you could pull off because you were breaking the game to do it? <laughs> well, yeah,
1: I don't. I don't think so. I normally was a very by-the-book player. Mm-hmm. Um, I my, might have made some very cheesy combos with Ryu <laughs> that don't necessarily go together, but I was just because insistent on getting this combo down. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I don't think I'd bet the game so much as I would like nudge my opponent so they would miss a block. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes, not very often, but every now and
2: then. I remember doing some spamming in Street Fighter with Dolphin or and Bison. That's when what I was gonna played, say. Right? <laughs> with the slide, just keep sliding. And if you did not know how to walk low, you just kept hitting If you didn't, if you didn't block, block low in time.
1: Yeah. Or if you timed it, yeah, I think with the home versions of it, if you timed it right, you could hit the slide. So it always knocked it, because the character would have a frame where they stand up and they're invincible, and then they're not invincible anymore. Oh, oh. If you, but the slide was so long that you could time it so that it would like buy, it would uh, last throughout the invincibility frames. Yeah. So if it was like one frame they're invincible, the slide's like four frames. So you time it right, you always hit them after they're invincible.
2: And this is something that probably won't exist again that way because uh, they patch games now. Um, yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah. Although I hear in the Street Fighter collection that's coming out. Uh, This summer, they're not patching at least of the final like versions they made. They're not patching like the bugs in the final version. Well, that makes sense. You don't want to mess with the classics. Yeah. So it's like archiving those bugs for perpetuity, which is kind of cool. Yeah.
0: Do you guys remember um, any of the fighters where you were not a human?
1: Yes. So there's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the tournament fighters. Oh, I remember that. Which was also an 8-bit on the NES. Yeah, With a different character. Yeah, the cast was a lot different because they couldn't handle everything, but it was a fighting game on the NES and it blew my mind as a kid. That wasn't Kung Fu, uh, I forget what it was called, Kung Fu Champ? Uh. Was that what it was called? That was the Proto Street Fighter, which was, of Urban
2: Champion. Urban (laughs) Champion. (laughs) Horrible. Don't play Urban Champion.
1: But yeah, uh, T.S.B. Natero's Determine Fighter was awesome. You got to play as like the Gator, whose name I forget. Leatherhead. 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 Leatherhead, yeah. Who I that's, I usually chose Leatherhead or Leonardo because I was boring.
0: I like the who's the alien. Um, oh name. my! You know, okay. Uh, I, I remember that there is an alien. I don't remember his name. The, 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 this Me is crying. a weird way I'm going to get to it. Is Peter Jackson's production company is called Wingnut Productions, and his name is Wingnut. That's who it is. That's, <laughs> that's how nice. I. I didn't
2: realize he was an alien. I knew he was a bat. Who was Wingnut? And Screw Loose was his. Uh, his uh, it was a mosquito partner, mm-hmm.
0: and they, but they came from a different dimension through oh, nice. through like a giant rabbit head <laughs> through a giant something. Were they from the so they went from dimension extra from a different a separate dimension. I think so. There's yeah. I'll have to look it up. There's some sort of time travel dimensional hopping creature that's a giant something that they used to go through. Oh wow! But no, I don't think he was a mutant animal. But feel free to. Let me know if I'm wrong and he was a mute animal. No,
2: you sound right. Uh, it sound, and I remember his moveset specifically. I love anyone who has like a diagonal diving kick. Like a Kuma. Like Kuma. Zip kick. Yep. <laughs> love Kuma for that reason.
0: Kuma also has a downward fireball, which yes. that's insane. Yeah, I
2: love chaining them together. Fire, fire, kick.
0: Oh, yep. It's good. You can't stop him. You can't <laughs> stop him. There's
1: another game that I know Terry wants to bring up yeah. where you play as non-humans. Mm-hmm.
0: It's very... Uh, Cretaceous game. <laughs> yes. Yeah, It's called uh, Primal Rage, which I wasn't sure if was 16-bit or not, but I, I remember playing it on Super Nintendo, yeah, but I didn't know bit. if it's like Super FX chip means that you don't get to. <laughs> well, well, it was on
1: Genesis, Yeah. but apparently the Genesis version had the smallest sprites out of all the home versions and therefore it's harder, harder to play. Mm-hmm. And apparently the game was just very ill received critically in general. So they were like, at least it looks cool because you're playing as like, a it's post-apocalyptic, first of all, which I thought it was in the past. Yeah, Fairly to the sure far future. Oh.
0: You, fight as a, you fight as different animal gods to the Their surviving gods? to the surviving human race. Oh yeah, I do remember the little guys running on the bottom.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, so like
0: the, there was
1: a big, like gray, silver, white, like gorilla who was the God of good. His name was Blizzard. Blizzard. He, had ice, he had like an ice fart or something yeah. that he attacked you with, but he was like the main character. He was a good guy. There was Sauron, who was a pterodactyl, I believe. Kind of like the Marvel Sauron. It's basically the same right. character, and he was like one of the gods of evil. Was it a giraffe? It wasn't a giraffe. Oh, there was no, but it could, like, snap A, a, a pantosaurus
2: or something? Yeah, yeah. Or a pantosaurus, or, yeah, yeah. or, or a brontosaurus. If, if, I a thought brontosaurus was one. I think it shot, See, one like, one, like green. The back, it's a whole thing. <laughs>
0: okay. I think it was a green fireball thing. But, but what true. I do remember about it, it did not have a quarter circle forward, Y button attack, oh, and oh, wow. it drove me insane. <laughs> <laughs> How could that not be how you spit fire? Instead it was something very difficult and I couldn't pull it off. It was also one of those moves where you had to like hold back for five seconds, forward for two and then
2: hit. Charge moves are no fun. No, they're not. <laughs> Do you remember the game? Uh, Primal Rage, yes. I remember, I never actually played it much but I remember like it struck me as different because it was non not just non-human but non-humanoid characters. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, a Tyrannosaurus Rex has a very different profile than, like, a Triceratops. And it's like, how is this going to work? Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently it didn't work super great. <laughs> yeah, it didn't work at all. <laughs> it. <laughs> but it was it was also kind of a, a gory game. Um, yes, yeah, very at gory. At least the, the original arcade iterations of it Yeah, the, were. the arcade version and the Jaguar
1: version. Oh. I mostly remember it being a, a Jaguar, like, exclusive at first, and then mm-hmm. Jaguar failed
2: and came out for everything. Were there fatalities in that? Yeah. Yes. And I think that game was also... Um, they used maquettes uh, to make, it was actually photographed 3D models, I oh. think, of the creatures. Because it wasn't, certainly it wasn't a photograph of, of a dinosaur. <laughs> right, yes.
1: And it wasn't a guy in like a tra- Triceratops costume in all four is trying to.
2: No, I so, think yeah. it was, they used maquettes, kind of like they used in Doom, the original Doom. Uh, they made 3D maquettes of each of the, 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 the enemies. Uh, yeah, it looked neat, and I love dinosaurs. But um, I was also kind of like, oh, it's one of them gross games, like yeah. I don't, I'm not
1: gonna get into that. I'm pretty sure one of the, fat, the fatality for the gorilla is like he sits on the enemy's face and farts in their mouth and it freezes their head. And it shatters. It was something
0: very gross and like juvenile. Speaking of gross and juvenile, there's another non-humanoid, kind of humanoid game that came out that I was obsessed with and that's Clay
2: Fighter. I love Clay,
0: Clay Fighter was so much fun. I think the second one is better, especially because the box art is a take on T2 Clay Judgment Fighter Day. Fighter 2 Judgment
2: Clay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but even like Bad Mr. Frosty's there with glasses <laughs> yes. and like looking the, badass. This is the best name for a character for Bad Mr. Frosty. <laughs> but the best part of that, that game is they took in the classic Day thing from Mortal Kombat 2 and amped it up to a made thousand. It, made it the entire gameplay loop. Everyone Blade is Frosty. talking that way. There are clay-talities. There are unbelievable sorts of moves and things. You could play as just a Blob, like a green Blob named Blob. Blob,
1: was named blob. <laughs> was blob it? and Taffy. Yeah, Earthworm Jim was in one of them. Was he not until the yeah, 64 version? Not versions? until not till later. Okay. Yeah, that was the third game. Mm-hmm. I, but I think there was another crossover character, Booger Man.
0: Booger, Man Booger made, made it to the ones. 64 one as well.
1: Oh, so he wasn't in the earlier versions. Yeah, found.
0: the earlier ones was uh, Hoppy something who, had a voice. He was supposed to be like a Schwarzenegger action star. T-Hoppy. T-Hoppy. I
2: assume that was Terminator Hoppy. It's not, <laughs> not that clever.
0: But I'm pretty sure they got the um, the guy who would go on to do voices for like Cow and Chicken and, and, and uh, Tiny Toons, Charlie Adler, I think did a lot of those voices oh. for that game, which is awesome. And again, that was my favorite part because they all had weird Things, but whatever they hit you with, they announced what they were hitting you with. Yeah. And it just made it fun. I mean, I must have rented that thing about. They, that was one of those games I rented so much, my parents must have hated me for not just buying it.
2: <laughs> Probably spent $80 renting it. Oh, yeah. The game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, man. A- another game with uh, non humans in it mm-hmm. was a fighting game called Balls. I believe it was in, in Super Nintendo only. Yeah, I, well, think there, it was, like, I think it was Super Nintendo. It might have been, I think it was Genesis
2: as well. It wasn't Mode 7. It wasn't Mode 7? Uh, yeah, no? okay. it, was, it was basically um, vector voxel sort of art, but it was very low. All the characters were made of a series of balls. Literally a series of balls. Like Vector Man style? Yes, yeah, yeah. like Vector Man style. But
1: not as high fidelity or quality. Like or each animations. character might have
2: been 20 balls. <laughs> so, like, yeah. And it was not great. It ran at a terrible frame rate. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it tried to make... Stupid humor. There weren't voices per se, but they were like, they would just put in, in the same font, like, here is a catchphrase, like every time something would happen. Um, <laughs> it wasn't good. Clayfighter was way better. Clayfighter yeah. had like style and artistry and blue suede goo. Yeah. Stuff,
0: <laughs> all that stuff. What well, there was a hand, right? Wasn't there just a hand that fought? Uh, later on. Yeah, I think. Oh, was later. he like the one who? It's, God, there's, a, there's. A, I can remember. Yeah, this. yeah. I think he's supposed to be like one who created the rooms, crafted and you have to fight the, the clay creator. They didn't ignore the fact that they were made of clay.
2: Yeah, they dove into it, and all of the the sprites were again photographed actual clay models. Yeah, which was neat. I uh, yeah, I love the blob because. <laughs> He, I mean, he turned into just different stuff. Every movie would be a different shape. Um, it was great. And a, a mapped directly to Street Fighter. Like, if you could play Street Fighter, yeah. you could play Clay, uh, Clay Fighter. It and, was uh,
1: the same. Was Clay Fighter a, uh, was it stop motion? Yeah. Yeah,
2: okay.
0: it was. It's, I mean, it's an impressive game. You know, if you I mean, you're not going to enjoy it as much today. I mean, <laughs> but you
1: should enjoy it as much today. It
0: also, you. it had a difficult jump to Clay Fighter 63 and a third. When we were doing the whole 64, and it it just it wasn't the same. It was much slower, and but to be fair, every 2D game fell victim to. Let's get on a 3D world where you can sidestep, 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 sidestep. <laughs> yeah. It just wasn't wasn't the same.
1: Just walk uh, around in circles. Walk around in. I can't sing anymore because the music. Race. <laughs>
2: Uh, but yeah, uh, that that sort of Tekken thing happened, right? Yeah. Tekken was all about, you can move up and down, you just press up and down, and then, hey, let's all side step. Was it Tekken or Virtua Fighter that came first?
1: Virtua Fighter Virtua was first. Fighter was first. I, was, I think Virtua Fighter, it was definitely on a 32X. I'm trying to remember if it ever was ported to Genesis. Um, I, can no. see that, it was, I can see no, them it was, trying yeah. to later in the lifespan. It but. was
2: definitely 32X,
1: but which is okay. still a Genesis. With a... With the hungry. consoles shoved in the top of it. Yeah.
0: Would you guys consider any of the wrestling games to be 16 bit fighters? I think Saturday, Saturday Night Slam Masters, definitely.
2: Mm-hmm. And that one had great pixel art too. Like that was that was Capcom, wasn't it? Yeah. Was that, that, one that was also within the happens?
1: Street Fighter World, yeah.
2: Uh, oh, it had Mike Hagar. Yeah, there. Hagar was
1: yes. he was he was the wrestling <laughs> mayor. Uh, we gotta talk about him. So Yeah, he's yeah. one of the best
2: <laughs> characters yeah. one of the best characters in all the video games. <laughs> Uh, Mayor Mike Hagar.
1: You're always shirtless. He had one of those suspenders that goes across just, the chest. Just one. <laughs>
2: just one. Well, the best thing is, so in the first game he's in is Final Fight, uh, which was not a fighting game. It was a side-scrolling beat-em-up. You know, it was, you know, PvE as opposed to PvP. Um, but the, the intro story was Jessica, who is Mike Hagar's daughter, has yep. been kidnapped. And also, is it Cody's girlfriend? Yeah, yep. Cody's girlfriend. And, uh, the Mad Gear gang calls up the, the mayor and he's wearing, like, a suit. <laughs> and they're like, hey, we've kidnapped your daughter, Jessica, and it's a phone, because in the 90s everything's yeah. a videophone.
0: Yep. And he yep, goes, yep,
2: what? And he rips his shirt off. So he's just, just, yes, just yes, his shirt, not his suspender. Not his suspenders. suspenders. Not his suspenders. <laughs> and then he just jumps into the street and starts beating up everyone he sees.
1: <laughs> Ripping, spinning lariats and he grabs a pipe and he's wow. spinning pile drivers. Oh, and... he
0: murdered his entire city. That's <laughs> what he did. <laughs> but so did, he, did he ever make it to a fighting game? Because someone else from Final Fight made it. So he was a
1: Saturday Night Slam Masters, which had very... Street Fighter-like controls, but you moved around a very short, but like a ring, in like kind of 3D. So it kind of had side steps insofar as you could move up and down or left to right within the ring. But the moves were pulled off with of Street Fighter-style moves, so quarter circles and charge moves and such.
2: Later on, he was in a full-on Street Fighter game with uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3. He oh, in that, and he's awesome in that. Yeah,
1: Marvel Capcom 3. Really good. I didn't know he made it there. And then he's He's not in 4. I think he was moving his DLC for 4, but then 4 kind of sucked.
0: You know what paved <laughs> You know what paved the way for uh, Marvel vs. Capcom, in my opinion, in a lot of ways, was when after Street Fighter 2, 2, 2, 2, they went Street Fighter Alpha 2, <laughs> or they went Street Fighter <laughs> Alpha. Which, which also came out with Where of the Charges came in. And I remember having Street Fighter Alpha 2 for Super Nintendo, and there are still games or moves from that game that I have looked up and tried to find that I know I did in real life that I have not seen. Like Ryu went gold, and there was a timer <laughs> on top of his head, and I've looked it up a million times. I cannot figure out what it is, but it happened. Are you sure I watched this is it Street happen. Fighter
1: Alpha 2 and not Street Fighter Afla?
0: <laughs> Some kind of like
2: bootleg <laughs> 100% from China. I played it okay. on
0: the Super Nintendo. Like I owned Magella
2: it. Mandela effect.
0: Maybe. <laughs> I remember. And I was fighting the old man. Whoever that was, the old, uh, uh, you mean, had to fight Shen Long to stand a chance. Shen no, again, again, it's old Gen. man. Gen. That's who it was. Yeah. Who I later found out was evil. What was there was a game where suddenly they had evil eyes, and I was like, I thought Dalsim was a good guy the whole time. no, No, he's
2: not. He is the. White he's a, he's well, a good guy in four is. and five. That's just because he's so mystical. Yeah.
0: Oh, I thought it meant you're bad if you have the white eyes. Not
2: necessarily, not for
0: him. It
1: normally means you have, un, un, you have unleashed your full potential, which normally is evil power. Because yeah. that's what Ryu and Akuma were dealing with. Mm-hmm. Ryu more than Akuma. Akuma was reveling in it. But Ryu's whole thing was uh, you fight in the dark Hadou. Pupils are for the weak. Which you only know about <laughs> because of the stupid anime movies they made. <laughs> yeah. Stupid, I mean awesome. I just, yeah, They're I great, was gonna say, watching, I liked them a lot. But, and then there was actually just for free comic book day, there was a comic book about Evil Ryu versus Violent Ken. Ooh, <laughs> Violent Ken. Who... Yeah, they just made him up yeah yeah, 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 they retconned Violent Ken into like the Street Fighter 2 story. Uh-huh. So he's the evil version of Ken when his evil Hadou power takes
0: over. All I care about is an evil Dan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you mean you good. <laughs> can't you mean do Dan.
0: anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, who can't do anything. <laughs> um, did you guys know about Akuma in Street Fighter 2 Turbo? In the home version? I, uh, yeah. I had no idea. This blew my mind about, I don't know, a couple well, I, years ago. Well, I, used I didn't to, know he was
1: there. Yeah, I used to constantly read uh, Electronic Game Monthly. I, I may have spoken about it before in the podcast. <laughs> um, and so there was a large, there was a time where there was, between that and Game Pro, there were lots of hoaxes on how you could unlock characters in Street Fighter, starting with Shenlong, their uh, mentor, mm-hmm. and Akuma's like friend or something, which was very, very bad taste April Fool's joke, Aww. by GamePro, where they told you you had to beat the entire game without losing a round, and then you had to do something and Akuma would come out and murder Bison, and you had to beat <laughs> Akuma without dying, and then Shenlong would come out and murder Akuma, and they even doctored up a sprite and did a fake screenshot, Oh
2: my god!
1: and then it ended Those up- <laughs> monsters. And they ended up bringing it to fruition later by having their actual master, I forget his name exactly, but
2: it's not Shenlong, mm-hmm.
1: but he's in Street Fighter Four.
2: And that whole thing was another instance of a rumor becoming a real character because uh, it it all came from, there was a, a, when someone, who was it? When um, I think Sagat beat you, he was like, to stand a chance, you must defeat Shenlon. Oh, no, 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 that was one of Ryu's quotes. One of Ryu's quotes, he was like, who is that? Like, that's not mentioned in the game at all. (laughs) It was a mistranslation. It was supposed to be something completely different. Yeah. Um, and then Capcom was like, "Well, no, Shen- uh hes an old master. He, he exists now. Sure." So they
1: put him in later. He's in Street Fighter Four. Yeah, his, his name's Guukin, and yes. Akuma's oh, real yeah. name is like—it's very close to Guukin. I think he's—I think they're brothers. So Guukin and he like, got his, that's where Guken. the beads came from. Yeah. Like
0: he took his beads or something like yeah. that. But that was in Street Fighter Four, which but, is way beyond what so, yeah. we're But like
1: yeah, so Akuma is Street Fighter Two Turbo. He was in the arcade. You could. I forget how you unlocked him, but I think it was by basically beating the game without losing a round, and you have to like dominate Bison, and he comes out and finishes him and kills him. And you it finish really it off. was
2: that intricate that you had to do.
1: Like it, it was, it was, it wasn't as intricate as the April Fools' gag, but it was like yeah, you just had to like have perfects throughout the entire I game. There was
2: one game that had you just had to press up, and then you would get. The I know characters. what game it is. Oh, which one was that? I couldn't remember. There was
1: um, x Men versus Street Fighter. Okay. Or, Marvel Street Fighter, one of those, one of the early Versus
0: games. It was also in Street Fighter, the movie, the game.
2: Oh, man. I didn't didn't know if he was in that at
0: all. Nobody does, but if you do that same thing, which you learn in that (laughs) game, in that game, and you push up, there is a live action photo of what an Akuma would look like if he was, you know, Van Damme. No, I think he is. You uh, you can get Akuma in that game. It's the weirdest thing. His head is totally the wrong size. Like, like Andre the giant size head to be this big guy, but he's in it. Is that That's not 16-bit.
2: No, Street Fighter movie, the game is. Yeah, that came out. Yeah. Oh, Road it is. Yeah.
0: So the the big game that I loved and is my probably my favorite fighter that I'm not sure if is 16-bit, because I'm pretty sure it only was ported to PlayStation, is the Darkstalkers series. I love that Dark series. Darkstalkers
1: was awesome. Yeah, I think they kind of neglected it.
0: They could have brought it to 16-bit systems. I don't know what, then, what she's been, Morgan's been around in every Marvel vs. Capcom, so I don't know why they keep ignoring it. I'm gonna look this one up because. But I, I loved Darkstalkers because it, it would show up in some arcades and I would be glued to it. It was interesting. It, 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 it's the first time I remember huge sprites. Like giant looking sprites yeah. fighting regular looking sprites. What, you know, just BB Hood. An actress <laughs> was huge, BB Hood was very small on the yeah. screen. But she had a machine gun. <laughs> yeah. That's when I remember just like big power moves. Like, I really enjoyed seeing animations that occurred right before big moves. There were no 16 bit. Ah. PlayStation was the earliest I came not No, home. I think that yeah.
2: totally counts though because it's a two D game.
1: Let's talk about it. Certainly. Yeah, if I just mean, it, it wasn't on like SNES. I thought maybe right. it had been on SNES, but
2: it's not. Uh, but it was it was probably on like yeah, the PlayStation and the, like the the early thirty two yeah. bit stuff. But it was very much of that ilk. It was just mm-hmm. larger sprites yeah. and it looked great. Uh, that, yeah, that, that game was beautiful. Like, you could just sit there and watch the animations. You could tell that Capcom gave their artists free reign. Yeah, they're just like, hey, you guys are good at drawing stuff, just draw crazy
1: stuff. Yeah, and, and they also adapted the style, like, the more cartoony style for Street Fighter Alpha series. The Dark mm-hmm. Souls came first and they were like, you know what? This looks really good, it's really high definition, like, high fidelity sprites. Do this for the Street Fighter characters. characters. I don't know where I got an accent from. <laughs> and it just became, like, this awesome,
2: I, I love the art style from the yeah. Darkstalkers and Alpha era. It's fun to go back and play those games and just watch them.
0: It's also just nice to see someone take something you liked. You know, Street Fighter Two Turbo is probably the first time I saw a 2D fighter, probably. And just to continue increasing on the same thing without abandoning it for 3D or abandoning it for a new yeah. mode. It was just, let's make it faster. Let's make it sharper. But let's not change the mechanics of what you like so that if you play... This game, you can it's the same as going back then, it just looks better, it feels better, you know, it's not, a, it's not abandoning the cause as many things do. But the truth is, it wasn't all good during, during this time, like I know we like to think it, but there is one massive blight, if not many, but I think there's one that Steve would want to talk about, that involved not only creatures from another world, but certain recognizable creatures from this world. <laughs> Yeah,
1: Terry's talking about Shaq-Fu. <laughs> a game that Shaq... Uh, Shaquille f- O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal, sorry. Uh, former NBA basketball player, current old man basketball commentator, mm-hmm. with giant gross feet.
2: Yes, huge, ugly feet. So we were talking man. about
1: it earlier, actually, for whatever reason. Don't ask why Shaquille O'Neal came up. But so- ice cream factor. <laughs> so he decided to that he wanted to make a video game, because he loved video games. Growing up when he, or if he wasn't playing basketball, apparently. I didn't know that was a thing he didn't he didn't do 24 seven. Because he was in a movie about basketball. I thought that's blue chips. Did. Yeah, but yeah, so he, he loved video games. So he wanted to make a video game. So he went to, I can't remember what developer it is. It was not Midway, it was a smaller developer. I don't remember but either, it was not good. I think, yeah, but they went and they made a game starring him in like this mystical, like Kun Lun style, like mystical Chinese city where it just had all these different warriors from all over the world. Um, They were all, like, fantastical, and he was just (laughs)
2: shacking. Like giant aliens with spikes and stuff. He had moves like he would
1: throw basketballs, and they would catch fire. He would kick basketballs, they would catch fire. Lots of fire in basketballs.
0: Also, a very memorable piece of box art where I think he's holding a flaming basketball, right? (laughs) Yeah.
1: I don't remember a ton about it. Specifically, because I haven't played it, but I remember much of the lore around how bad it is.
0: But there were like green alien guys. I think. And stuff I, like that, too. I think there was like a mantis lady, maybe? It was weird. Yeah. It was weird, <laughs> but it did have a happy ending because just a few years ago they made a new Shack Fu. And it has one of my favorite trailers I've seen in a long time because the trailer is real intense and acting like it's a big deal and it's setting up for like the next great fighter and then you hear Shaq say, Shaq
2: Someone daddy's gonna have to whoop some ass. ass. <laughs> and
0: then it starts and, and you say, and somebody's about to get their ass whipped. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's one of the funniest intro, like it made my day, it made my day. I never played it, I don't, I don't think you're gonna wanna play it, but it does exist, it was remade many years later.
2: Yeah, it was like a Kickstarter, I believe. Yeah, Cause Good. people were like, I want money, here's some money, make some more Shaq <laughs>
1: go for that now for some more like better received sure. ephemera unless i unless this is a m- misfire of my memory i'm pretty sure there was a mega man fighting game for the S- snes oh like, i man know there's an arcade one but didn't it come to home systems Do you know
2: chris i don't think it came to home systems or at least it might have been on playstation but uh, there was uh, mega man the power battles mm-hmm. um which was it played a lot like a normal mega man game but then Power Battles 2 played a little bit more in like
1: like head to head fighting game, I think. But it still had the Mega Man aspects of you. had weapons shoot, that they, Jump
0: and shoot, man. Yeah, jump and shoot. Jump it was shoot. in uh, the GameCube uh, collection. Mega Collection.
1: Okay, sorry. Maybe that's what I was thinking. Which about. also had so that Mega Man Master. Soccer. Yeah. <laughs> that well, was Mario not a fighting game, knows. but that was- No. I, you know that what was like S- S- the Power Battles?
0: What was great about the Power Battles was it actually, oh, and actually there was a Mega Man fighter. But what was great about the Power Battles is that it actually filled in some of the lore of the games because, like, there's a, it shows zero at one point in that game. Like, if base wins, if you win the whole game as base, the ending is Dr. Wily, you know, and he has, like, these plans behind him that are the perfect outline of zero. And he's talking about, well, he will never be able to stop my next greatest creation. This will be the thing that... Oh, that's they remember cool. me for that's so, really cool, and I think it's the only game that has a little bit of crossover between those two.
1: I, for the most part, I think in like Mega Man X Seven or something, they kind of verify that Zero was a creation of Wily. Yes, either like five or like six or seven, they like actually one in the game or like Wily created you. But until then, it was very much like fan speculation, except, except for that. So I guess
0: it wasn't fan speculation; they foreshadowed it. There was in a, a little played game. Yeah. There was a uh, there was a versus mode in Mega Man Seven, Shrek, 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 Shrek. No. where you could have a, like a no. fist fight with Bass. No. No. Now that I no. remember, Ooh. so no. I would consider that to be a fighter. That could be wrong. Maybe there were guns and stuff. Bass's
2: introduction was in Seven, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Like Mega Man me Seven. Yeah. Which is one of the few I haven't played through. Uh, did you like that game?
0: I did. I love Mega Man Seven. I it's a wonderful there. game. But it is it just it's different. It's not Mega Man X, and it's not classic Mega Man. It's a different control scheme but it's cool like the rush powers are really well put together you can get protoman shield in it which is pretty cool um i'm when it comes to mega man i'm a big fan of just what are the power-ups you know i like the big i like when there's something hidden that's really really cool but you gotta get all the tanks or whatever to get it but i like when there's something instead of nothing the hadouken
2: yeah The shiryuken and next 2 i don't even know if they did anything next 3
0: yeah you got zero saber oh wow. that was the instant kill
2: that's cool. So, going back a little bit to
1: Virtual Fighter, it was on Sega Genesis. <laughs> like, Virtual Fighter 2 came out in 1996 on Sega Genesis. With no 32X? No. Virtual Fighter 1 did not. Wow. Which is very weird. So, 2 came out on Genesis. Virtual Fighter an animated version came out for Master System in 97. The, wow. yeah. the Master System? The 8 bit system. In 97. And also the Game Gear, yes. So, they <laughs> made like a 2D sprite version.
0: So they can fit it on the older system. Oh, that
2: must have been ugly as sin.
0: You know what? Speaking of ugly as sin, there was a beautiful as sin game that came out on the Super Nintendo called Killer Instinct.
2: Yeah, I was going to bring that one up next. Please. Uh, I don't know how I forgot about Killer Instinct. Yeah. Uh, so at that time, um, it was kind of in the heat of the 16-bit wars and uh, Sega had its whole, uh, we're cool and edgy uh, angle.
1: Eternal Champions. Was their <laughs> in-house... Uh, proprietary 16-bit fighting game, which was garbage. Guy had the visor. Yeah, I, I love the, the main character, though. He 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 was a he looked like Geordi from Star Trek Next Generation.
2: But, uh, yeah, at the time, uh, there was this whole, like, edgy versus nice and soft, and then Nintendo went to harden their e- image a little bit. Um, so they were like, we can make a violent fighting game, too. Uh, let's go to Rare. We've worked with Rare a bunch on Donkey Kong Country, on lots of other games. So they made this game called Killer Instinct, uh, mm-hmm. and they used... CG, just like uh, Donkey Kong Country. Uh, they, they basically did 3D rendering and then digitized that to 2D sprites yeah. <laughs> uh, so that they, they had a lot of frames of animation. They looked round, sure. um, a little chunky, but they looked pretty cool compared to anything else back there. Kyogore the was my favorite.
0: Orchid was the best-looking thing I'd ever seen in my <laughs> life when I was a boy. And you go back and
2: look, you like, oh, my God, what's wrong?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Orchid, Jago, Cinder, Glacius, Fulgore, Fulgor, that's the one I was looking Final. for.
2: Riptor, was yeah. In the SCNs, I thought he was only in two. He was in the, oh, okay. yeah. Uh, it came out originally in the arcade and they were like, this is a showcase of what the N64 can do. Yeah, because in the arcade, wasn't it actually
1: like 3D? Well, it was digitized, but it was much the better background digitized. The was
2: 3D and it was, yeah. uh, back then it was the Ultra 64. And they put the, the logos on everything. It was Ultra 64 oh, technology yeah. no. on all of it. Uh, and then uh, it took, the, the N64 got delayed. It got delayed more than a year. And then they're like, all right, we have this great game. We ported to the Super Nintendo mm-hmm. in the in the in the meantime, and they ported to Super Nintendo. It scaled down, still plays really well. It's it's Very a pretty playable. good game. Very
1: playable. The music is all like industrial. Yeah, and it's awesome. I love the theme song so much.
2: They released it was one of the first soundtrack video game soundtracks they released on CD. Right. I remember because
1: yeah, Chris loaned me the, C, the the CD soundtrack, and I dubbed it onto a cassette and listened to it just like nonstop for like into entire cassette room.
2: it's called Killer Cuts. If you ever yeah. want to look it up. Uh, yeah, it, it's uh, it's pretty fun.
0: Like Street Fighter, it also had a boxer character, TJ combo. TJ TJ combo was
2: cool. <laughs> the, the whole idea of the game, in terms of the gameplay, was combos. They yeah, it was yeah. Stringing apart part uh, together, so, lots of small moves. To that killer game. combo. Yep, combo yeah. breaker. Yep, uh, every, every level of combo, like if you got five hits or six hits, would have a different title. So it would There's be uh, a killer, killer very combo, hard ultra combo, king combo! <laughs> uh,
0: I was not good enough to do the combos, but if you could pull up a combo, especially in the arcade, God. Yeah, Kilgore yeah. was the only character that
1: i memorized. Fulgore? One combo, f- sorry, Fulgore. Uh, I memorized, the, he was a cyborg, oh no, he's a just a robot, man. I don't even yeah, he's think just, just, a, cyber. He's just no, a robot. He's just a robot. Yeah. But he, he has like, boat, like yeah. electric claws. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. He very much looked like a precursor to the uh, bad guys from Halo. <laughs> kind yeah, of. A little bit. Like, like, seemed like one of them with armor on, like full body armor, and it would be
0: forward. Did you guys ever play Killer Instinct 2?
2: Yes. was Was that on the super nintendo
0: well killer instinct gold was on n64 N64.
2: they ported that now it turned out that the arcade version of uh, killer instinct was not actually running on anything like the ultra 64 hardware it was a proprietary arcade thing so when they ported it to the n64 later it was a completely different game Mm -hmm. Uh, it was a different didn't do everything that that arcade game did um so i know a lot of people i know i at the time i was like wow this is the future like playing uh, the games that did that were Killer Instinct and Cruising USA. Uh, oh, yeah. They were like, look at this! This is the future! This is gonna be in your home in just yeah. a year! And you're like, I can't wait to play this
0: at home! Cruiserous and it was not the same. Turns out you could wait. You
2: <laughs> could wait and wait
1: and wait. <laughs> yeah, I believe the N64 version of Cruise. Right, we're getting off topic. <laughs> but it was like the backgrounds are like pasted on like yeah. sprites that Yeah, it was cycled all- as opposed to like a 3D background.
0: <laughs> but you know what? I do remember Nintendo full on decided Killer Instinct is gonna be part of our marketing campaign. Like we're going with this game as, as being a face of Nintendo. And then what happened?
2: Okay, gotcha. well, and-
0: then Microsoft bought Rare, and it ended up putting Microsoft in windows.
2: Yeah, I and mean, it's funny if you go back and play Donkey Kong Country games. I think Donkey Kong Country 2 and 3. Uh, one of them has, uh, if you go to Wrinkly Save Cave, there is a Killer Instinct um, yeah. arcade machine in the background. Oh, nice. and it's like, coming soon! Killer Instinct! It's awesome! Nintendo! Um, not Nintendo anymore. It's a Microsoft property now.
0: And Battletoads went with it. Yep. And um, I think that's awesome that it's in the new game and whatnot, but it, it's always going to make me sad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll only
1: be fine with it if they make a new Battletoads and it's really good and they release it for PC. battle Battletoads in uh, Injustice or I mean Killer Instinct
0: are not? Injustice. Yeah, it's true. It's true. We need more of them. And it's a shame they didn't have a fighter or anything like that. They should have fought the Ninja Turtles.
2: Oh, that would be great.
1: I uh, mean the Ninja be, Turtles are in the Injustice series. <laughs> so maybe they could have a crossover with Killer Instinct on Xbox. People just... love
2: I mean that that's kind of the era of crossover games, right? Like mm-hmm. there there are a number of those and they're really fun. Like people love to talk about who would beat who. Uh, I mean obviously like we've talked about Smash Brothers some in the past, but uh, the Versus series started with X Men versus Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now, he, now we have um, what it, the Injustice series. is kind of a crossover, isn't it? That's they started adding a lot of other. There was a Mortal Kombat
0: it. DC Universe crossover yeah. though. Before that.
2: Yeah. What was that called? Marvel,
1: Mortal Kombat versus DC, I believe. Uh, it, it was very simple. Yeah. But it was basically you had a bunch of DC characters that had fatalities, although some weren't fatal ultimately. Like Superman wasn't course. fatal, <laughs> but and the Joker's wasn't fatal, but in the best way possible because he was like dizzy you or something, pull out a gun. Shoot you, and it would a flag would pop out and say bang, and then the, your character's like, Oh, you didn't kill me, and he pulls out another gun.
2: So, and I think those games are a direct answer to those 2D 16-bit games. Because back then, you'd play all the fighting games. You'd be like, who would beat who? Mm-hmm. And in the next generation, we got lots of that. There was a DC fighting game for
1: Genesis yeah. and probably Super Nintendo. I, I was a, I had a Genesis, so most of my games... You oh, like, you I talked about that.
2: the the Death and Return of Superman?
0: No, Justice League, the fighter game. The fighting oh. game.
1: For so, I, I think they came out as maybe companion properties. Real bad. Death and Return of Superman was only on Super Nintendo. Okay. But so if Justice League wasn't on Super Nintendo.
0: It was definitely on Genesis, but
1: maybe they And that came was like a one-on-one brawler game. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Wow.
0: Had Green Arrow in it and Batman, and it did for the first time it did something that I'd never seen in a fighter, Superman could fly. There was a fly option <laughs> so that you're in the air now, which wasn't very fun. <laughs> yeah. I remember that that was in uh, we didn't get them in America, but there were like Dragon Ball Fighters that you could play on emulators. I
2: was going to bring that up next. There was a series of Super Nintendo um, Dragon Ball fighting games, and some of them were pretty fun. I yeah, yeah, a we emulated a lot of them. Yeah, like, uh, and it was like you hit a button and then you were flying, but it was just the same as fighting in the air. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it was a, a lot of like charging, and then you would go shoot key glass at people.
0: But what was interesting about that was you could go on other sides of the screen and not see each other, and the screen would split. Yes, which I'd never seen something like that before. I mean, that that's a it's a fun game. I mean, I reckon I recommend it. Another sixteen-bit
1: game that I just thought of the Gundam Wing yeah, game, which it was a, I think it was a side-scroller technically, but a lot of the boss fights ended up being set up. Like, well, first of all, a lot of your moves were like fighting game style moves, like quarter circle forwards and charge moves. Mm-hmm. And then at boss fights, you got like health meters, I believe, and you just went one-on-one against the boss,
0: which was another Gundam.
2: <laughs> so that was fun? It was good.
0: <laughs> I did have fun with that game. I do remember playing that game. And it, w- it was kind of fun, but you know, I'm a sucker for giant Canon moves like if there's a thing i can do on my com- controller to create some sort of giant animation move to start where everyone's just like crap
2: <laughs> this is this <laughs> happening a, if i'm buster something named move or if there's a laser um all over it. you know uh, one branch of these games that we haven't brought up yet um which barely counts but counts i think is all the SNK fighters, all the Neo Geo fighters. Oh god, yeah. There's there, there were lots of them. So many of them. Like World Heroes. World Heroes was the
1: first one I played. Yeah, my friend got his, my friend's parents bought it for him instead of Street Fighter because it was cheaper. And it was cheaper because it was garbage. It was garbage <laughs> knockoff <laughs> of Street Fighter.
2: But World I had
1: enjoyed World Heroes. Ge- I played Carnival in it from
2: I Bad Tiefs. Very Chief. specifically, I played <laughs> that game during, after a funeral, I think. And every, we were all wearing suits, but there was, for some reason, a Neo Geo World Heroes game. <laughs> I just sat there, I played it over and over again. I think it was, like, two games per quarter or something. I didn't have much money, so it must have been very cheap.
0: Do you guys remember, uh, it was a Neo Geo game. Uh, it had the samurai with the sword. It was called, like, Samurai Showdown. Show yeah. yeah. That was a fun, that was, a, that was an honest-to-God, decent fighter. I yeah. think that
1: might have also been
0: ported to Super Nintendo at some point. It, it definitely was. Because I'm sure that's where I played it. Yeah. And
2: King of Fighters is a as a series that's still going on today. We're on like King of Fighters 13 or something, non some nonsense. 14, I think. Yeah, so. well, 14. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They
1: just changed the 3D. There was, it's the latest iteration. But up till then it was all sprite-based. It was based. all
2: sprite-based and like the latest sprite-based iterations are like the most eye-bleedingly like intense pixel art you've ever seen. They life. never
0: changed it? It's still pixel art? Yeah. They were up until like, like,
2: like yeah. Uh, 14. Yeah, like oh, the one God.
1: that like, it's just out now. But like, they, they would reiterate and like, redo the art, like every couple games. And then it would have another compilation, because it was like yearly, so they had the King of Fighters 7, at like 98 or 99 I think is when it started. And they would have like King of Fighters every couple years with small roster updates, but then every now and then they would do, redo the sprites, everybody has new sprites.
2: And the sprites, I mean, SNK is really good, good with art.
0: True. And they had their own crossover series later on. They had uh, Capcom, Capcom versus SNK. And then you had SNK versus Capcom, yeah. which was, so one was developed Turbo. by like Capcom
1: and SNK in conjunction, and the other one was developed by SNK with Capcom
0: characters. Right. Okay.
1: And that one was the one that was not very good.
0: Do you remember a game called uh, Brutal Rage? It was also an animal fighter, and I don't know if it's- I don't know
1: Brutal Rage, unless prevalent. you have the, is it one where you morph into animals in
2: the middle of the fight?
0: No, but I know what that is too.
2: I remember Brutal pause of Fury.
0: That's what I'm talking okay. about. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's where there was like a rabbit yeah, yeah, fighting a tiger. Yeah, yeah Brutal um, colon pause of Fury. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Brutal Rage, <laughs> oh, okay. What, what is that game you're talking about though? Because I have I remember, I I I looked, had one up, on the GameCube. I looked it
1: up recently because I want to put it on of Vision here at the shop. But it was, uh, it, w- it wasn't a 16-bit though, it was, a, it was a 3D one. So it was a 3D like ring fighter. Bloody Roar. Bloody, Bloody roar. roar, Bloody, Bloody roar. roar. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Where, yeah, like you fight and
1: you build up a meter. Otherwise known as beast riser <laughs> Beast, yeah, in Japan it's called beast riser <laughs> yeah, <it's a> <laughs> yeah, like each character has a beast form they turn into. Like one character, uh, he turned into a, a tiger. Mm-hmm. So you would fight and you'd use his moves like Tekken style moves and then the meter fills up. And when you press a certain, combination, the meter fills up. He just explodes in a thing of fountain of energy and he turns into a tiger man. And then he has different moves and all his moves have roars and slashes (laughs) and draw blood. And it was, I love playing it in the arcade. It was not a great game, but it was. I'm pretty sure
0: one of them was a lion and his hair was already a mane. So when he turned it like didn't really change. His face just (laughs) yet. But he was fun to play as Ganesha, the elephant was in that game. To, I like that game, but we're getting off topic. That's 32-bit fighter, or, yeah, or it, 64.
2: And I think that, that was an era where there's a lot of weird, in the court of the arcade, weird named games, like uh, Beastarizer, uh, So yeah, er, yeah. Uh, Ball number one. Yeah, so um, which why? one of those was the Final Fantasy
1: series? Ergies.
2: okay. Like who would go, up, and, and the game would say it out loud, like an announcer would go, Ergys. <laughs> <laughs> that does not sound cool. Nothing about that sounds cool. But it was Final Fantasy. <laughs> isn't that cool you enough? know th- th- I think in th- this instance no <laughs> even
0: though Tifa was in there it was, there
2: was Toshinden
0: that would definitely PlayStation era yeah, that would be a launch title a
2: launch title for PlayStation 1 so that that, that that's everything changed when polygons happened
0: yeah um, although you know do they still make any games that are well we mentioned the one we mentioned uh King of Fighters. Yeah, yeah. they, they that make
2: was... that one. They and they still make. I mean, Street Fighter still plays the same, but it's in three D. Uh, in terms of two D games, though, there's uh, an indie game called Skullgirls that is beautifully hand done, hand done uh, uh, animation and art, and it plays like a classic Street Fighter plus combos with oh crossover God. tag attacks. If you want, it's really good.
1: Yeah. And yeah, there's like, in that like Skullgirls kind of like brought in its wake a lot of like indie 2D games, fighting mm-hmm. games, a lot of them come out on Steam now, so they're yeah. clearly not 16-bit, but they all have really weird names, like you were saying. Like one's called Undernight.exe, <laughs> 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 And I, just don't, I still can't Why? wrap my head around that title. <laughs> what like, It's like um, Birth, colon, Undernight.exe. So it's like, are they living in some kind of Simulated reality called Undernight and they're birthed into it? No, they're just a bunch of anime people that kick things really hard or have swords.
2: There, there was a, another game that came out somewhat recently that tried to distill all of that 16 uh, bit fighting into one very simple formula called Dive Kick. Mm. Uh, and there are two buttons in the game no joystick, just yeah. two buttons dive and kick. Good. <laughs> and the only thing you had, dive would make you jump? And if you pressed it again, you would dive, and there's kick. Uh, and that was all, but it was it, uh, there are fighting game tournaments based around this game because they, they tried to mix it up such that you know, the, the essentials of a fighting game is controlling space and reading your, uh, your opponent. And they tried to distill that into these two buttons, and they were it, pretty successful at it.
1: Yeah, the one-hit kills, so whoever has the high ground wins, yeah. a la uh, episode 3.
2: <laughs> yeah, I have the high ground, Anakin. So, uh, if you if you ever like have a minute, try a dive kick out, especially against another person, because it seems really simple, but it's one of those things where mind games come into play.
1: Well, you can watch a video of it, which my brother did when I told him about it at like three o'clock in the morning. He's watching videos about dive
0: kick, and I was like, "What are you doing? Go to sleep."
2: tell <laughs> you? It's this. definitely a game that could have existed on the Super Nintendo, like yeah. the NES. It could have existed on.
0: Let's talk about that real quick. What is a game that you wish? came out as a 16-bit fighter that maybe they could still do that never came out? If you could have one.
2: That's a good question.
1: I would love if they did like a Naruto game on 16-bit because the ones out now are all arena-based. You run around and press (laughs) buttons and throw items that never hit the enemy and then you just do a cutscene and win or lose. I would like when we just, like the Dragon Ball Z style games where you're head-to-head and you just go at it and there's no fancy running around in an arena. There's no cutscene moves. You just have to be quicker than the other person. It'd be awesome
2: to see the Naruto characters in uh, a hand-drawn 16-bit style. Like pixel style. Because all the characters in that show are so um, unique and distinct. Unlike Dragon Ball, where a lot of them are just like (laughs) shiny dudes with gold hair. You
1: already tell Goku and Gohan apart when they're adults because Gohan has short hair.
2: Yep. But in Naruto, they're all very different colors, very different shapes, very different, like, uh, fighting styles. That'd be cool. A crossover Dragon Ball Naruto game. Why has that not been... Mm. Well, they've done
1: done crossover Smash Brothers style games.
0: So you just brought up what I want. I would love a 16-bit Smash Bros. Oh, yeah. Like, who were the big hitters (laughs) during the Super Nintendo time? Let's make that.
1: If they did that one-on-one, they could definitely do it, like, technology-wise. For... Wow, one on one one on one might be kind of hard. But no, you did yeah, just one on one in arena, one-on-one, that same that idea
0: out, where yeah. like, you know, Kirby could could fight Luigi, you know, but in, fighting Fulgore. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, because it's Super Nintendo. But I mean, certainly I drew that a million times as a kid. Like I drew that I wanted to see that Mario fighting Scorpion. Actually, I, I think someone. I think someone sent in a postcard to Nintendo Power that showed Mario facing off against Scorpion.
1: Someone, huh? I wonder who that would be. Was it you? I thought you were saying you did <laughs> No, that oh. <laughs> I, I thought you were just being Cory. Like, I've heard someone said that. No, and that sounds no, amazing. No, I saw it
0: and it, it blew my mind. Because it's like a flaming skull fighting like Mario. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's what I would have killed for. What about you?
2: Uh, I mean, uh, what you were just talking about sounded awesome. I mean, really. The the holy grail of all these crossovers, I think, still is like Dragon Ball pulled into other stuff. Like, I would love to have Goku versus Ryu. Like, that would be fun. <laughs> but, yeah, I think it's just totally different universes of licensing. Yeah, uh,
1: Bando, uh, whatever they called. Band-
2: Bandai.
1: Bandai and Namco at some point merged, and they just became a super conglomerate of all anime game things. We got sort of a weird so they case of all that, it.
2: um when they made Tatsunoko. Capcom
1: versus Nose. Tatsunoko.
2: Capcom versus Tatsunoko uh, was a lot of Japanese properties that I was not familiar with. Like G-Force and- Yeah, uh, uh, it was. Uh, so I <laughs> remember
1: Mazinger Z, like all like the mech the mech stuff and the fighting team stuff that did not come over here.
2: It never came to America, so I didn't know any of the characters, but it was cool well, and so they mean, looked cool. And we went no, to G-Force fling. came
1: over here. It was called something else in Japan. They called it G-Force here, but. Yeah. They were, like, the, the people with like the, amp, the, the bird
2: costumes, they had wing capes. Yeah. And their
1: helmets had beaks oh, on them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, but but yeah, there was a game made about that, um, and it was a two Ds crossover fighter, and it was awesome. And I'd love if that was Dragon Ball Street Fighter. Like, yeah, that'd
1: be fun. Get on it, Capcom and Namco.
0: <laughs> I tell you what, we 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 we'll talk about this, and then we'll wrap up. They they, they did do it, not them, but computer programmers oh, Mugen. brought Mugen into the world, and I love that
2: thing. I never played much with it.
0: It uh, destroyed one of my computers at home. Sorry, <laughs> mom and dad, but that's why that one computer just stopped working because I tried to put a bunch of those mutant games on it to the point where I keep trying to find a Windows 95 computer to play them. Well, of me, it on. I I'm pretty
2: sure they... I can hook you up. We can make it work. I would love you,
0: you can play
1: it. You can play it post Windows 95. It might not work on Windows 10. Maybe. You had to do a lot of legacy moves. Something changed I'm sure that I can wasn't make able work. to do. Yeah. I but, yeah.
2: but
0: I remember in that game, it did the thing I always wanted. You could play Super <laughs> Saiyan 4 Goku and you could <laughs> shoot at Kamehameha and it took up the whole screen. It's <laughs> all i and, and you could shoot Unemployed at Superman. Football, giant screen. It used to
1: shoot two-man sprite, I believe from the Justice League game from the Genesis. Really? Yeah, but he was, was it? No, it was a custom sprite made in the style of the Marvel versus, uh, Capcom. Oh, it's
0: so cool.
1: So it was like, uh, I forget, Yo, you know Dimitri from Darkstalkers? Yes. The, the vampire. They took his sprite and repainted him as Superman. I remember because Dimitri's like, like, because Dimitri's like idle animation was he would just breathe in deep and stick his chest out and pull his arms like this and then go yeah. back down. Yeah. So it gave, Superman, Superman did the exact the same thing. He would just Batman, go like just this. No, he would just keep doing this when he's about to fight. <laughs> and it was like, that does not look natural on Superman. But like, but Dimitri, he did that. Yeah, so they took other sprites and like,
2: they like doctor them oh,
1: into the spice you need it. So they would follow the gameplay mechanics of whatever character they were based on. So it worked out for m- most of the time. Like Goku was based on like Ryu or Ken. Mm-hmm. So they took the um, Shinku Hadouken animation just made it even bigger. And so it works easy. It's very modular. You
2: must have loved Cyclops in like the versus games. You'd be like yes. optic blast, optic blast.
0: Yep. Yeah. I mean cable. Oh, yeah. so
2: right. Right. and Morgan, even her final beam was pretty much thong. Iron Man. The oh yeah, R- Iron R- Man. R- R- Th- yeah.
0: Which was in way too easy a move to execute. <laughs> his
1: his repulsive blasts were way underpowered in that game. I'm still mad about that.
0: I mean, I, I'm a big fan of
2: Hyper Viper
0: Beam. <laughs> Mirage. We're Super gonna start beam. doing it, I <laughs> yeah. but. Uh, see, I wouldn't classify that as 16-bit. I think that was it's the next level. Above,
2: yeah, it, but still 2D. It was like yeah. uh, fancy 2D.
0: It's definitely my favorite kind of fighter. Is uh, simple background, you know, no sidestepping. It's just going at each other side to it, side. It's still my favorite way to play. I mean, if I can recommend any sort of fighter, though, if you want like the original, I mean, it's probably. I think Street Fighter Alpha 2 might be the most technical of those to come out on like a Super Nintendo. And I think if you're into it for like technical where it's like all I wanna do is push 19 buttons and get a kill move out of it, like that's what I would recommend you go to. What about you yeah, guys? Yeah, Alpha
1: 2 had combos, it had super combos. You can link into the super combo finishing moves at the end. Yeah, that's probably the most complete one you're gonna get. I think it is, yeah. If you're gonna play a game, a 16-bit fighting game that's just balls to the wall like ridiculous and also has a lot of that 90s charm to it, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, or tournament fighter is where you want to go. Make cool. it, technically, it's not very good. Or maybe I wasn't very good at it. I haven't played in a while, so I don't know. But I know I remember the moves being not hard to pull off, but hard to connect with the enemy.
2: Mm-hmm. Like the
1: hitboxes were all very wonky. But that didn't stop me from trying to pull off um, all sorts of moves. Like I think Leonardo has some kind of like dive move, like kind of the, like the Hulk in the Marvel games, where you like dove forward, like slap, or like Wolverine. Yeah. He like dove forward with his katana and like slashed him and made like...
0: Oh, I remember. I couldn't
1: do it. I never pulled it off. it, Saw was, it once. It, it was like <laughs> down, quarter, down, right, quarter, up. <laughs> back. <laughs> punch or something <laughs> like that. It was like worse than SNK controls. Yeah. But yeah, it's just fun to look at all those characters that were totally 90s. And especially if you grew up loving the Ninja Turtles like yeah. we did, you know, you, it brings back memories. But if you don't, Just look at the character designs and you would know exactly what year that was made. You know, sometime after Tom McFarlane took over (laughs) Spider-Man. Deep cut.
2: Yeah. Uh, I would say don't play the game, but look up videos of what we mentioned before, Street Fighter, the movie, the game, because it's hilarious. The way it looks, the way it plays, just watching it is enough to get a chuckle because this was the ultimate in, in just like absurdity. Also, don't watch the movie. <laughs> no, <laughs> please don't watch the movie. The movie is
1: movie. fun. The movie is. The fun fun movie.
2: To watch. Oh God! Uh, but just seeing like those digitized faces, poorly done, and they took a game <laughs> yeah. and made it worse. You took a great game <laughs> and just made it worse. This is just—it's amazing.
0: We need a Mortal Kombat this series the game.
2: Yes, <laughs> that would be amazing. Michael Jack White just put, comes with his jacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, a uh, fun thing at the end would be to try to think, remember all of the iterations, the absurd Street Fighter titles. Okay. So we had Street Fighter, Street
1: Fighter Two. Street Fighter Two three thousand, which was an unofficial side scrolling spinoff on the internet. Yeah, AES. official only, official no, only. No, no, it was unofficial in that it was based on another <laughs> game in Japan and they reskinned it for America. And so they made out, the right? main character Ken Masters. It was, uh, it was Ken? Yeah, yeah, yeah and the and main character was, was Ken. Ken Masters, but it took place a thousand years in the future.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but then the Street Fighter Two <laughs> Turbo.
0: Yep. Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo. What did you say?
2: Championship edition. We did not say championship. Oh, sorry. Street
1: Fighter 2, Street Fighter 2 Championship Edition, Street Fighter 2 Turbo, Super Street Fighter 2, Super Street Fighter, yeah, the new challenger
2: subtitle. Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo, Street Fighter 2 Alpha, Street Fighter 2 Alpha. No, 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 no. It was Street Fighter Alpha. Street Fighter Alpha. Street Fighter Alpha 2.
1: Street Fighter Alpha 3. Street Fighter EX.
2: Street Fighter EX two,
1: those on the PlayStation. That's when you're those are the 3D sidestepping. Ones. Yeah, oh, well, they were fighting games, but they were
0: 3D. Yep, and they were not very good. No. Blanca looked like nothing. Blanca looked like the blob from Clay Fighter.
2: <laughs> but in the character named Skullomania, who's yes. just a guy in a like oh. Halloween style skeleton suit. Um, there, there had to be more Street Fighter. Uh, like when, the when they ported the games, is yeah, Street Fighter? Wait, go ahead. No, you
1: can go. So there's uh, there was Demo like
0: a Street Fighter Two Championship Edition comma throwback
1: something. But it was one of the Street Fighter Edition Championship Street Fighter Two Championship. I think H D is what Tournament they to do. Edition comma. Tournament edition. I don't that came out for a Super Nintendo. I don't think it came out for anything else. Then the Street Fighter Three second strike, Street Fighter 3 Third Third Strike. strike. <laughs>
2: like, so people make fun of the way Capcom names these games and they're right.
1: They're yeah. right, right. But each game had a Gameplay innovation or iteration that set it apart from the previous one, and at least back then you couldn't sell DLC or an add-on mm-hmm. to add that stuff. Now you can, and they continue with it anyway because they're jerks. And they're
0: but back yeah, and then, now they're releasing yeah. games that have no arcade mode, just versus.
2: And then they re-release them as arcade edition. Street Fighter <laughs> <laughs> 4 arcade edition. Oh. yeah.
0: Thank you for everything you've given us, Capcom. But come on, <laughs> get it together on your releases. <laughs>
1: Give me all the timeline, if you want. to try Oh, don't the timeline, don't even start that. That's worse than the Zelda timeline. I, I, I could try quickly with overarching series because there's way too many. But it's like Street Fighter, then Street Fighter Alpha, then Street Fighter Alpha Four. <laughs>
2: what? I mean, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm, I mean, the Street Fighter 4, four, then Street Fighter Two, oh, and then Street Fighter Five, and then Street Fighter Three is at the end.
2: So Street Fighter Three is the the, the most future. Yeah,
1: it's the it's, it's it's most, it's furthest in the future. So four was, no, four I think is after two. So it's Street Fighter Alpha, Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter
0: 4, Street Fighter 5. Wherever Sakura shows up. As soon as they started making the, uh, the Ryu spinoffs where their fireball sucked, oh, like, like, like I was like, what? Like you're like, worth Like, like you're Sean, what? his
1: fireball, was he kicked a basketball at you or a yeah. soccer ball or something? Like two inches?
0: Dan's super move went one inch in front of his face. Well,
1: Dan was actually a parody of he the SK fighters. k fighters. <laughs> yeah. Their fireballs went one inch in front of their face. Mm-hmm. But.
0: but so did Sakura's and a bunch of other people. But hey, this was a fun time.
1: Well, Sakura's
2: had too much, it was unfocused power. So they were big fireballs, but they burned out quickly. Do you remember being, I was torn when Chun-Li got fireballs. I was like, Kiko can, yeah, that's not her uh, thing. She always
1: had fireballs. We just didn't know how to do the <laughs> yeah. Street Fighter 2 or Street Fighter 2 Championship Street, Edition.
0: Right? we well, not I, until Turbo. I remember the way she looked when she did it. Yeah. <laughs> Very sexual.
2: <laughs> Butt out, head down. Yeah. Wow.
0: God bless you, Japan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that wraps it up for this week's Tubby Talk. Thank you so much for, for watching and talking gaming. We want to know your games. What do we miss? You know, go back, play Clay Fighter. Let me know what you think. Oh, yeah. And, of course, come hang out at these guys' shop and eat some delicious ice cream and talk to the boys.
2: Totally. Let us know what you think about Primal Rage. <laughs> yeah. What are your thoughts on Primal Rage?
0: Should it be here?
2: Should it be on Wall of Engine? It will never
0: be here. It's true,
2: gross.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it sh- should be, but we're a family-friendly establishment. Although kids would probably love seeing a monkey fart into a dinosaur's face. Good night, everybody. Hadouken.
2: <laughs> Good night, everybody.